I almost went uh, the the opening to 2001. I love those timpanis. Wrong movie. Uh, welcome to the Nobody Asked Our Opinion podcast. Oh, hey. Uh, it's producer producer Jonathan stepping in again for a deep dive into it's a new this new franchise. Yeah, right? this is our f- new franchise. We've moved on from Indiana Jones. We finished those Spider Men. We've already finished all the Spider Men. We we raided all of the lost arcs and crusades and, and crystal weird, skulls, weird and alien <laughs> temples. And now we're in, we're, we're gonna take a step back a long time ago. In a galaxy, in a galaxy far, far, far away. Far this away. is a podcast where nobody asked their opinions. We're going to give them to you. A couple of couple of dummies, uh, maybe maybe one and a half dummies this time instead of instead of two. I am a notorious Star Wars idiot. Yeah, uh, and I I am a cursed Star Wars fan. So uh, I think we even out. <laughs> it'll it'll balance. It'll I, balance. I am Jonathan, and you know who the fuck I am. I'm JJ. I'm the dumb dumb. Yeah, and uh, we are. Uh, this podcast, not me personally, God no, God, I would, I would never, but uh, your two normal hosts are going to suffer through nine Star Wars? You guys, Sweet Jesus. You guys are going to do nine? We're doing all nine. All nine? Wow. Woo. Yeah, this is how much we love you guys. In uh, episode order, not chronological release no. or anything, well I guess it's chronological order. Chronological, um, like story order. Yeah, yeah, because episode one takes place the furthest in the past. Yes. Episode one... The Phantom Menace, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand one. It's ninety nine. Ninety nine. So it's it's like third twenty five years after uh, the last good Star Wars movie came out. A good couple decades. Yep. Although personally, my hot take on Star Wars is like Episode four is my opinion. Everybody says uh, Episode five is the best. I think Episode four is better. <laughs> yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I mean yes. the the popular fan opinion is that Empire Strikes Back is the best. Yeah. Um. I feel like since they made Star Wars, every time they've added to Star Wars, it's gotten a little bit worse. Ah. So you're like, original trilogy, don't touch? Yeah, it's, and then the prequels came fine. out. I was like, oh, prequels, it, okay. Star Wars as a whole is like, it's worse, it's worse, it's worse now. And then Revenge of the Sith is, is like, we're, none of these... Are the prequels good? Enjoy them if you want. I would say no. They're not good. <laughs> Partic- and, and even from a non-fan standpoint, The Phantom Menace is pretty fucking boring. Yeah. No, popular opinion for like a watch order for the... Uh, back when there were only six of these, was to watch episode four and five, and then watch two and three, and then watch six. Uh, <laughs> the, the theory being that you'd watch the two good ones, right? The uh, New Hope really right. and Empire uh-huh. Strikes Back. And then at the end of Empire Strikes Back, you find out like all the fucking bombshells. The Skywalker sure, sure, uh, sure. is his father. Vader's his father. He loses his hand, and you're like, "Damn, what's up with the villain?" So you get two movies about what's up with the villain. You get Anakin Skywalker's story. Is uh, and the thing about Episode Two, the thing about Episode One is that nothing happens. So, um, so much of nothing. And specifically, nothing happens. And nobody is introduced that isn't reintroduced at the beginning or just during episode two. Uh-huh. Uh, and basically, like, reintroduced, like, you don't need to have seen the previous movie to really get it. Like, 
Which is why they probably yeah. you and ignore. That, that's not to say first... episode two is better, but if you can watch two movies instead of three movies and get the same, like that's your net. You gained. You've net gained. So you watch the episodes two and three, which gives you the backstory and like, oh, this is like Vader's come to power, and then jump into Revenge of the Sith, which is you know mm-hmm. redemption, and then you have some time to really have sit with uh, Han's sacrifice and all that. Yeah. Uh, I forget. I think there was a name on the internet for like that order of watching it. But now, I mean, there's fucking nine of them, and God, again, those three movies, the the bottom three, the, the sequel trilogy, again, every time they had to start. And it's not that they just like those movies get progressively worse. It's that every movie that they tack on to Star Wars, I feel like brings it down. I mean, I, I again, notorious Star Wars dummy, have yeah. not even seen the new trilogy. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting <laughs> what my thoughts are as we progress through even, in this in this order. Even if you take like the Mandalorian, which is a good show, the problem with the Mandalorian being like as good as it is, is that it just makes you wonder like. Why does the rest of it suck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Are there different producers on the show? Different I mean, screenwriters? Yeah, sometimes? there's a litany of reasons why. But like, it's all uh, like that doesn't necessarily happen with uh, like other. Fr- I mean, there's, I guess there's no other franchise that has spawned as many movies and TV series as Star Wars. So it's hard to compare. Yeah, and at this point, where I'm just stalling because I don't like Episode One. I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a slog. But please, for the love of Christ, can you tell me what the premise of this movie is? Okay, so you gotta... I, I can't. You gotta understand the genius of George Lucas and writing, like, conflict. The, there's, a, there's a group of aliens who all speak in Asian accents mm. called the Trade Federation. And they, I guess, are trying to make money... And so sure. Naboo, Naboo, I don't know if it's got natural resources or money, or it's got something, and they need to invade it to like se- probably secure like a trade route. Okay. It's probably like it's probably like a good pit stop for their trade route. It's like a good they, hub. Yeah, so they, they would make like a lot of money if that could be like their little crossroads, like. Station, God, okay. but like Naboo wouldn't agree to that because they're like, uh, no, fuck you, we're sovereign, we don't want your dumb, sure, we don't want your dumb, uh, money making scheme like running through our culture or whatever. Valid, <clears throat> and so instead of because like just invading a planet, according, I don't know if there's there's no, there, I don't, I, I've never seen the Constitution for the Galactic fucking whatever bullshit, <laughs> sure, 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 government. But I assume just invading a planet willy-nilly is That's not... probably frowned upon. Yeah. So what they're, they're trying to trick the leadership of this planet into signing away... I remember them uh, trying to sign the to sign it to make it, to, make it the, to make it legal. People, I think the, the phrase to make the invasion legal is happening. Like at, the, at the point, if you make an invasion legal, it's not called an invasion anymore, but like that's just, that's just words. Semantics. Yeah. Okay, so that's a, that's a lot more clear. They now. want to occupy Naboo as a as a foreign like I don't know are they a race a government as a, a foreign political organization, right? Because for their own personal gain, and Naboo does not want them to because why would they? 
And so they're trying to force Naboo to do that. Uh, and so Naboo asks for help from the Jedi? I think it's from the, uh, the Imperial Council? Some sort of Senate. There's no, no, there's no Empire yet. So the Senate. So some Senate. Yeah, it's a Galactic Republic. There we go. Much better. A Republic could never be bad. No. Not at all. <laughs> but yes, they, see, they seek aid from the Senate who sends... Jedi covertly. I think yeah. it's they're doing it under the radar. Yeah. We're gonna uh can we talk about how all of the Jedi they're all wearing like brown robes. On the council, I believe they're all wearing yeah. brown robes. Which I guess is because that's what Luke wore and that's what Obi Wan wore in A New Hope. But that's just what they wear in Tatooine because it's like a desert. It's, yeah. It's, so why it's the fuck is that also that that's just what the Jedi, even in like Revenge of the Sith, Luke gets a dope black outfit that is different than the, You're right, the yeah. dumb. Robes. I do remember that. And so it's like, why? <laughs> why have this like? Why is this the aesthetic? I, I they are they are pro, they are they love neutrals. <laughs> this just maybe it makes the lightsaber glow look real dope. I don't know. Perhaps uh, who knows? So covertly, even though they're dressed literally in no. Like disguise. No, they're just in their Jedi robes yeah. and clearly Jedi's. And like the Trade Federation knows they're Jedi <laughs> immediately. And fucking gasses them. Yeah, because they're like, no, we, you are ambassadors. Bullshit. We're gonna kill you off. Um, and I do forget that Liam Neeson is in this movie. Yeah, it seems like a little step down for Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember as a kid, I really liked this movie, but I was also a dumb child who was just really into. Sword fights and pod racing. Pod race. And uh, the first thing I said after watching this movie was like, wow, there wasn't a lot of pod racing in this. I yeah. thought there was way more. Well, even like the pod racing does drag, it still drags on for a bit. That's it's, why it feels like it was so much longer. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I thought there was, it was like maybe 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, as a child, I yeah. thought this was like a half hour of just well, pure pod racing. Because you probably just rewinded and watched that scene over and Well, over. I mean, even in the theaters. But then again, I'm a dumb child with no perception of Did time. Did I see Phantom Menace in theaters? I saw it in theaters three times. I think you know. I think we did see. It. I think yeah. My parents are good nerds, and they took their children to see Star Wars in 1999. <laughs> uh, good, good on them. My I, uncle was a was a big Star yeah. Wars fan, so he was like, we yes, had. Let's a, do it. I mean, remember we had a VHS copy of A New Hope that we watched a bunch of times, and then that's an old fashioned statement uh, you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm just I'm just being the elitist who knows that. And when I first saw A New Hope, so I pawn shop first. <laughs> Because it was on VHS. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, they, uh... Is this where they do the dumb super speed thing? I see in the notes. Yeah, I, they do... Never s- again useful or anything. Was it just an editing mistake? Or do Jedi somehow... Do they have a dash attack that they'll never use again in the next eight of these fucking movies? So they don't ever have a speed, like, power, right? That is the only time... Okay. Because I never... I, when I saw this, I had to pause yeah. and was like... The fuck just happened? <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing people gripe about in the sequel trilogy where they're like, oh, they use the force to heal somebody's wounds and that's dumb. I'm like, oh, really? That's dumb? But like, <laughs> they just did super speed. And zoom, 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 zoom. Never acknowledge it again, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but yes, they do. They, they straight like the flash out of there. <laughs> and I'm like, you could have just done that sooner? Like you could, that was in your... Arsenal, right from the get-go, you could just 
done that? Yeah, and then they... <laughs> how do they get off? Did they just... They take a escape shuttle? Or they yeah, they just... I think they... Uh, I think they take their... I forget how they get out, get on in the first place. Oh, they they they're I mean, like they flew on in like a like a, a Jedi ship, but I, I think they crash landed in an escape pod or something. And something like that on uh, on in, on Naboo. Naboo, but not like nice white Naboo. Um, yeah, the swampy swampy black Naboo. The swampy, uh, very incredibly racist. Oh yeah, <laughs> Naboo. Just racism galore in all Star Wars, but uh, specifically. Uh, in the character Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Well, and just all the gun guns. All the gun guns. Like, Boss just... Nass isn't any less of a racial caricature. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the just blatant, like, Not rust. only do they live in, like, the fucking swamp and they don't get to interact with the nice humanoid people, uh, like, ever. Not only are they the majority of the soldiers who die at the end, um... <sighs> It's, that's never happened in our history. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> never has a minority group ever been used as essential cannon, cannon fodder for the yeah. <laughs> for the minority. And, and you gotta wonder: Did George Lucas just grow up in a in a culture where that it was a sign was, of the time? It was just that was just uh, that was just the America culture that he grew up with. It was so just that's the just culture. How, of you course, know? you portray like that's that. how you do it. And then people would be like, "Well, they're aliens. They don't have race." Yeah, but. They're literally doing the accent, like the Sydney Poitier, uh... Mm-hmm. Mr. Jaja Binks! Oh, no. It was, no, no, and, no. And the, the very Arab, uh, swindler... Oh, what is his name? Gu- Gre- Gre- not Guido. Uh, is it Guido? Is it Guido? Is his name lit- Is his? Li- I, I don't who remember is, what his name was. Who is... We're talking about the... Hey, Jacques, what's the matter with you? Jacques Jamesh, you can't, uh... Use force mind tricks on me. Yeah, what's his name? I did I write the other guy's Sebulba. Sebulba. Sebulba's the bad one. The bad one. He's he's sneaky. He's the yeah. But I also think he he has also an Arab accent as well. Uh, I mean they live in the sand. <laughs> yeah. My my I once did a, a crazy one of those like a mind blowing things where I. Was like, I mean, man, the prequels are pretty racist. Are the, are the sequels racist too? And I looked up the inspiration for Leia's like hair space buns, uh, was a, a Central America sort of indigenous like hairstyle, like just that that thing. I'm like, oh, uh, so like Mexico in Episode Three, the actor they used to play the ambassador senator from uh, Alderaan is Jimmy Smith, a Mexican American actor, uh... and. Um, Spoiler alert for what happens in A New Hope. This, uh, this place that I have now essentially confirmed is an allegory for Mexico uh, because of Leia's hairstyle because she's from she's a princess from there. That's a hairstyle. She would have a hairstyle from her own goddamn planet. And then the ambassador, the actor, plays a Mexican-American. Like, it makes sense that culturally that's... Uh, I mean, even in uh, Problematic Lady, Gina Carano, that sounds Latin. X, right? Uh, I, I, maybe some I don't, Italian, I don't her, maybe? I don't know what her I don't know her, I don't know what her I, I'm just gonna is. assume. <laughs> some sort of because, Latina. Because, uh, did George Lucas blow up Mexico <laughs> in <laughs> Star Wars? 
Well, anyway, anyway. We, we could. This would be a three. This would be a ten-hour podcast. We just talked about all of the <laughs> tiny racist moments in yeah. Star Wars. But we get so we fun. get some Jar Jar, and he comes barreling in, and he's like, "Oh, you can um, hide in our city under the water." Yeah, which I mean, it's cool. It's really pretty. I think it's a cool underwater city. It's really we like never go back there. I think we no, not underground, not under the yeah. water. No, we leave it very quickly in a weird fish sub. Fish, yes, because they're because they're trying to convince uh, yeah. the the Gungans to uh, like let them like let them pass. He's like, oh, but yeah, no. well, look, we need to get to the white people. Yeah, and he, he <laughs> and he's, but like, he's like, fuck you. Yeah, basically, like, nah, no, 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 you're our prisoners now. And uh, he sees Jar Jar Binks. He's like, especially that one. He's he's an idiot. He <laughs> wait, 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 you'll take him with you? All right, no, 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 just. You can get there. Okay. Oh, exactly. He's like, oh, you're going to take him with you? We got, go. Here's, here's our, here's here's our ship. the fastest <laughs> ship with the fastest route. Just go. <laughs> and so they just they just go. Uh, uttering of, uh, I've got a bad feeling about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, remember how everybody loved that line when Han said it? He said it first. <laughs> <laughs> just heavy sighs. <laughs> heavy sighs. And this... This is like not even that deep into the movie, and I'm already like, oh my god, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why? Yeah, so they fight their way through. They go, get their way through like all these underwater fish people, and which again doesn't matter because it never comes up again. Not at if all. like a giant fish somehow played into the battle at the end, that'd been cool. That would have been interesting because like then okay, it's a callback from the beginning, and I'm supposed to remember. This is it's but what's not. that what's that storytelling criticism about a movie where. Uh, if all of your plot things are and then and then and then and then and then and then, uh, like it's a bad it's a bad really linear film instead of oh, circling back to. I never took film school, so I don't know oh. the term. <laughs> but I'm sure there well, is. There's a, one. there's a criticism of storytelling. Stream of consciousness is if, the only thing uh, I can think of. If if your if every event in your film is just this happened and then this happened and then this happened and this happened and then this happened instead of this happened because of this which led to this. Sure, 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 sure. Um, the argument here is this is poor. This yeah. is poor writing. Which this is I, poor storytelling. And it's because uh, I don't know. He didn't. It's it's incre- It's also incredibly boring because there's. The, I don't care why yeah. they're doing all the things that they're doing. Oh, I'm sure you had a lot of people uh, spent a lot of. T- I'm sure a lot of makeup people went into doing the Kira Knightley up like that. Uh, that fucking was Kira Knightley. Yeah. <laughs> I forget that. It was like one of her, as her and uh, Natalie Portman's like, it was one of their first roles, I think. Yeah. In 89. I believe so. Um, like, and Because they, they had really good careers after, uh, after. I mean, Natalie Portman had a good career because of Star Wars. Karen Knightley went on to do plenty of great stuff. Yeah. And, and coming back to Disney with uh, the Pirates movie. Yeah. So, good on them. So, I mean, like, again, there's, there's lots of pretty things in the movie. Makeup costumes. The city looks fine. It's just, it's just, I hate every, like there, everything it, else. Anytime somebody opens their mouth, the word, if you could just redub over the movie with something more interesting and just cut like that's the thing. It. It's just incredibly boring. Yeah, like, I, there's no. There, uh, I feel like they try to set up stakes, for which yeah. I don't, at this point, care. And like, are these characters? Is this how people talk to each other? Because I've never, these don't feel like human conversations. They're a little stilted. Yeah. And like who like just you punch up the dialogue a bit. Yeah. So I guess they uh, so they make their way to uh, to Naboo. Um, the, the cap. I don't. Does it have a fucking name? Thebe. 
I don't know. They went to Theed to see the Queen. Yeah, Theed. <laughs> Did I watch this movie or did I just listen to the Weird Al song? I was just going to say, are you just replaying the Weird Al song? I would rather have had that song dubbed over the the movie. (laughs) And it would have made more sense and I would have cared. Yeah, Feed, I think, is the capital of Naboo. I'm definitely a Star Wars nerd who knows all of this stuff. Yeah, so they yeah they save the queen, yay. And um, And then they fly away. They They fly fly away. Through the blockade. Um, the Archie's, illegal blockade. The illegal blockade that has that they're trying to legalize so, so with they, the treaty. Well, so they can go and uh, I guess if they've stopped all communications from the planet, the planet can't say, "Hey, the they're doing something fucked doing up, illegal shit here. Yeah. They're doing war crimes. Please help, send help." And that's what I think. That's the purpose of Queen Padme. Yeah. Like, she's like, "I'm going there so she's, that I can tell them so they're we can doing. Tell them they're doing war. They're crimes, doing war crimes. Can, you know, stop them from doing those war crimes. That makes the sense." Why that wasn't more it's made more clear? Yeah. I feel like there's really they really dropped the ball uh, on the, I, that I part of story. Maybe I just didn't understand it because I was a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, no, it's not any more clear. Uh, nope. But so we, I want to just mention how dumb the space droids are on that ship. Which one? So just R two D two style droids, right? Oh, they like fix the shields on the ship. But, like, so normally, in every other Star Wars movie to the date before this one came out, an R2-D2, like, sits in, like, a slot in, like, an... You're X-ray. right! They're not just, in like, this, sitting on top this, of it. they're just fucking, like... Tri- they, they have triple treads for going on the ground, but instead they're on top of the goddamn ship, moving at high speeds through space. And sure, maybe they're magneted to the top of it. It's still a really, really, really dumb way to have To get them shot prepared. off! Yeah. Like, even in later Star Wars movies uh, in this, like, the prequel era, which, not that many years later, they have, like, smaller spider-like drones that would fix this sort of thing that are much more uh, realistic to have, like, on a ship like this. It's just, it looks dumb, and it's a dumb way to get R2-D2 into the fucking movie. But there he is. Yep. And he saves him by Fan saving... favorite. He's been in every Star Wars movie. Has he, in, is, is it C-3PO has also been in every... Yeah. Every Star Wars movie, absolutely. So, um, so uh, yeah, R two D two is badass. He fixes the and so they do, they want to land somewhere to repair the ship. So they land in Tatooine. Hey, I know where that is. I know where that is. I recognize that one too. Um, so they go to the fucking Tatooine town. Tatooine town, <laughs> yes. And they meet. They sense a disturbance to the Force. Does he? The, he says that out loud. Okay. He says, I sense a disturbance of the Force. And then Obi-Wan's like, I sense it too, Master. Is it is that Darth Maul that they're sensing? I forget. It it's just... either... I don't think Darth Maul has been dispatched yet. Right. But... I think they're feeling Anakin's... Yeah. What are they called? Metachlorians. Sure. His, 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 his dumb... His Jedi-ness. Disease. His Jedi blood disease. Which, can we talk about... I never knew this. Um, he was just... Miraculously conceived. Oh, did you not know that? I did not fucking know this. That's a line in this movie. Yes, it is. That's like a big thing, a a big theory or whatever for people who like the franchise is that uh, the Emperor was the one who like had the Force impregnate Shmi Skywalker. Good. And so that's your big issue. My big issue is why the fuck do they have last names? They're (laughs) slaves. You're right. She is a slave. Why does he get, why why do they get to be Skywalker? Like, Where did the name Skywalker? It wouldn't make sense if Skywalker was the name of an episode two. She gets sold to a guy to get married to, and they have a couple of kids. 
<clears throat> and then like she gets abducted by the same people and dies. Of it. Spoilers for episode two, uh, but like that's that's why Luke grows up on Tatooine with his aunt and uncle, uh, right? And why his name is fucking Skywalker. I would assume that that's because it's that family's name. Because you also, when you marry into somebody and you're a woman, no offense culturally or whatever, but she's also a slave. Like you'd probably take that name. Like why the fuck is her name Skywalker? If he was immaculately conceived. Why is her name... Who's her dad? Uh, I don't know. Which Why Skywalker is, it, is her father? Right. Uh, this, these are good points that have not been addressed. Why Why would you give your slave a last name? Yeah, well, I, I... Like, again, I'm not pro-slavery by any means. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe that's how they do a tattooing. They get, they get first and last names. <laughs> it's okay for us to do it because we give them last names. Because it's all right because they got last names. But yeah, Anakin's real good at... Building fucking robots. Robots, and uh, he says he also builds a build a pod racer. And I think so, it's real dumb that C three PO's there. And like, yeah, and naked because he doesn't have like his right. chrome plates. But it's like C three PO is a droid that speaks a bunch of languages. Yeah, he does. Like, did he teach him that many languages? Did he download them from like the internet? Again, these are dumb. <laughs> My assumption is that there's some sort of technology that he can like decipher language. All right, fine. That's um, that would be the impl- uh, that's the implication that I'm understanding yeah. is that there's technology that exists that he's able but to. He's a little boy, immaculately conceived. Poor this actor. Poor this actor was bullied so much. I'm sure he was. That I think he like had so much traumatic I, experience after this movie that he stopped. Yeah, he. Mu- this is the reason why career. he's. Yeah. yeah, this is the reason why he doesn't act anymore. So good job, Star Wars fans. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, the. Um, the Pod, Lord Pod Sidious guy oh, yeah. s- decides to send, um, he wants to find the queen. He wants to find Queen yeah. Amidala. So he's like, okay, Darth Maul, go send, uh, go find her. Because um, mm-hmm. he wants to kill her or capture her? Uh, I believe. He wants, he wants the Trade Federation to actually succeed. So I'm assuming he's to capture the queen, but kill to the get her to sign To get her to sign the thing so they can Correct. have a legitimate occupation. Yeah. Because he's pro-Trade Federation. Which doesn't make any sense, but we find out later. Right, because the it, whole plan is really, really dumb. If you like, think when about you it really for think a about second. it. But <clears throat> he's playing while both sides, while we're not thinking about it, yeah. In the meantime, let's just shut up and pod race. and pod race now, because Qui Gon gets this idea. He's like, oh, he's a Jedi. He like he belongs with us. So and I'm gonna you know uh, wager his life yeah. in pod racing. He's got a pod race. Instead vehicle. of being a slave to the robot, <laughs> he'll be a slave to guy, me. <laughs> he'll be a slave to us, where he like won't us. interact with any women, um, and that that probably won't affect him at all. No, not at all. Uh, we'll tell him to suppress all of his emotions during his adolescence. That probably won't have any not repercussions in the long <laughs> run. No, not at all. Um, so yeah, they decide to uh, to do uh, uh, the the pod the racing major. for the for the kids. And, if uh, he wins the race. We get him. Mm-hmm. And if, I think, how's the mom involved? I think she just, oh no, he, he was like. He can't take both of them. He, that's right. He was. He wanted to take the Anakin and the mom, but he's like, no, no, no. You can take the boy. Mm-hmm. I'll keep the mom. Because she's used, maybe she's also good at robots. I, I don't know. We actually don't see her do anything. I don't know what a slave on Tatooine does. I, I assume it's rape. <sighs> 
George Lucas started Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> like, I, I assume that there's a lot of... Oh. Like, it's it's obviously glossed over because it's like a kid's movie. There's like... But yeah. like, any time there's any slave ever, like... You gotta, you gotta think. There's, I mean, even historically, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of forced rape. <laughs> forced rape! Oh my god! <laughs> ah! I guess, I mean, that's how Anakin was born. Is forced rape, right? Uh, apparently, immaculate Jedi conception. Good lord. Um, but yeah, so we meet a uh, 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 rival pod racer, Sabulba, and he's kind of an ass. Um, apparently he, he like, yeah, he sabotages, sabotages Anakin's, Anakin's but he sit. wins anyway because he's the hero. Cause he's the hero and, and he's got the force, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to talk about the pod racing scene cause I like the pod racing scene, but just go find it on YouTube. Just watch the pod. Don't watch any of this movie. Yeah. Just, just watch, watch the, the pod racing scene. It's, That's what you want. <clears throat> if I, if I had to tell you to do something, I would say watch the pod racing scene and then just watch the Darth Maul fight at the end. Because you get, like, mm-hmm. the, the three good things about this movie. And I mean, even, uh, power racing is debatably good. I think it's, I think it's a fun thing to do. It's a just it's just fun. Uh, and the, the Duel of Fates song that plays during the Darth Maul fight. Fantastic, fantastic. piece of piece orchestration. Of, absolutely. Doesn't appear in the other movies. Like, the, the rest of this music basically appears in the other movies, so. The Duel of Fates doesn't happen in any of the movies? I don't believe Duel of Fates happens in episode two or three, so no. You're right. I they only do remember a, it. They do a completely different theme for episode three yeah. during that big uh, thing. Although that would be an excellent time for Duel of Fates because Duel of Fates is wonderful. Um, just listen to Duel. <laughs> just listen, listen to Duel of Fates. Get a playlist <laughs> with the Weird Al song, Duel of Fates, and just that's. that's and then you've got, you, you've got you've got you're done. Don't you don't watch even the watch this because fucking they leave Tatooine. Darth Maul shows up again. Not no, he doesn't. Speak say anything no and i remember as a child that he never says a word but he, he says, says like stuff he says like a, he says like okay master <laughs> right he's like oh i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> yeah which as a child you were right to block that out because it wasn't it was it's not, a, it's not important no none of it was important he says a lot in the cartoons because it turns a uh, spoiler alert <laughs> dun, dun, dun. they bring him back for the cartoons because it's he's such a waste Darth Maul's. He's aesthetically, he's fucking badass looking. He is really cool looking. Yeah, he's got a fucking the when he holds out the lights. When I was a kid in 1999, when the thing extended once and then the other side extended, fucking mind blown. This is the coolest shit ever. Yeah, yeah. It's and the and that whole fight. Yeah, we'll get to the fight scene. Um, but yeah, he this this <laughs> whole like right tattooing now? sequence oh is a other than the pod racing is pretty like pretty fucking boring. But the it's whole a time lot of I was, slavery. Yeah, the whole time I was like, they're putting a lot on this literal yeah. child. He's like this little child. They're setting this kid up to this da- what looks like very dangerous pod racing, and they're expect. Well, he, he's got a pod race anyway. He wanted a pod race. But that's my point. As an adult, being like, no fucking child, <laughs> you're not doing this dangerous ass racing. That's like putting a 10-year-old in the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, and he's, ex- got, he's got good reflexes. And he's got he's been force raped. He's a force anchor baby. Yeah, force... <laughs> God. So I, this entire time, I was like, you're putting a lot of faith in this fucking child. Yeah. So then they Good go Lord. to Coruscant, and I hear one of the dumbest... Another, again, another dumb thing I hear in this movie is the, the entire planet is one big city. I'm like, oh, where do they grow food? It's like, I guess nowhere. You know how big a fucking planet is, George Lucas? It's like, oh, you guess they're not eating or drinking. Like, the entire planet is one big... That doesn't... 
doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, yeah, that's that's what he said. That's that's dumb. Yeah, like you need to have several other planets to supply your city, <laughs> your planet city with like bullshit, which would make you very vulnerable. Yeah, there's like I'm cities so. like, like LA doesn't have a water source, right? I don't think so. There, I don't think they're on. They, I think they, I think they import their water from us. Maybe, maybe that's what Coruscant's based on. <laughs> Coruscant's LA. <laughs> and then uh, we meet the Jedi, and oh, look, it's cool. well. First, we get Senator Palpatine's uh, like whispering in Padme's ear, it's like, "Hey, oh, right. hey, uh, if you, uh, this is a good guy." <laughs> yeah, exactly. What this, a swell guy! Because he's the senator of Naboo, so she's like, "Okay, you're, a, you're, a, yeah. uh, 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 you're." Because Naboo wise... has a queen and a senator. Because that's how our republics, the republics right? work. <laughs> um, that's how. <laughs> None of this is how any of this works. None of it. But yes, space, they have space politics. Space politics. Who the fuck cares? But uh, but he's over here whispering in her ears like, hey, uh, if you call into question the uh, the the what is it the lead senator the chancellor's yeah. like uh, uh, ability to ability to govern, then they'll you know, they'll throw a coup and then maybe I can become chancellor. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll do the fucking uh, what a voter con- uh, recall. Uh, they'll recall. They they wanted to recall the chancellor. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then maybe a worse person who you know did vehicular manslaughter will run for chancellor and that'll be bad. <laughs> but the, but he so he's like whispering in her, in her ear and then yeah. like Qui Gon goes because he's a fucking schemer and you know that he's gonna be <laughs> I mean spoiler alert he's turns out to be the fucking um, evil guy back in yeah also turn, there's only like one movie there's only like three movies that he's not in right yeah. <laughs> That's Which true. Is super dumb. <laughs> we get uh, we go to the Jedi Council. Jedi Council's like, nah, Anakin. He seems uh, he seems sus. We don't want to we don't want to train him. But yeah. Qui Gon's like, but I want to. He will be balanced to the force. Also, the fact so they openly admit that like we can't see the future very well anymore. Like our our powers are being blinded by something. Like, something's messing with the Force in that we can't, like, Jedi the way Jedi's normally Jedi. Right? They say that. Something to that effect. And then they they are like, do they think that he's just gonna be a kid then? Do they, do they not, like, we're not gonna train him in the Jedi ways. So, like, what, are they thinking he's just gonna fuck off back to Tatooine and, like... Be a slave again? Just not ever use the Force? Because I, I think he's gonna fucking use the Force, and if you don't teach him how to use it properly, he's probably gonna do bad shit. I know he does fair, bad yeah. shit anyway, because it's like an Oedipal sort of... Uh, like story arc. Yeah. Uh, like, you, the path you took to avoid the prophecy is the path that led you directly to it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, sure, um, sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we meet Yoda. It's Puppet Yoda. Puppet Yoda. Last last time, well, I guess until the sequel, right? <laughs> Puppet Yoda remember. comes back for some reason <laughs> as a ghost. Um, but yeah, so they they're like, nah, fuck mm-hmm. off, you little kid. We don't want to because you're gonna, you know, there's fear in his heart, and therefore he can't be. Yeah. Here. Oh, you mean the slave who just left his mom? That's what I said too. He's like, and he's a fucking kid. Of course he's scared. And is this in this freaky ass planet-sized city? <laughs> of course he's scared. <laughs> oh my god. But you know, yeah. if only he had a teacher to calm him down. Hmm. And teach him shit. 
But no, they're just like, mm, uh, how about we, maybe we'll assess it. Yeah. We'll assess it. I feel them. like the Jedi Council is back. Because they're, one, their ability to do their job is None of the organizations in this world, yeah. in this universe, function it's just, properly. It's, it's too much like real life. I want my <laughs> fantasy series to have, like, to take, to be an escape from reality where every uh, system of government and authority is corrupt and mm-hmm. Uh, terrible. Speaking of corrupt and terrible <laughs> uh, political shenanigans, Queen Amidala voices her, tells the Senate, "Oh, we, shit's going down, going down in Naboo. You guys should do something." They're all like, "Maybe we'll send a, 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 a like a <laughs> a surveyor to like take a look at what's going on." And she's like, "Bitch, that's not enough. Yeah, you need to do something right fucking now. Mm-hmm. You're clearly not." Uh, it's like, hey. War crimes are happening in this faraway con- planet country. Whatever. Planet country. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm relating it too much to the real world. Well, we'll uh, send an investigation. To yeah, look we'll start an investigation. We'll look into that. And, uh, and get back to you. Meanwhile, people keep on dying. <laughs> people killing, people dying. <sighs> hear the mean, children, hear them crying. If you practice what you preach, <laughs> won't you turn the other cheek? <laughs> we just keep getting distracted like better things in this movie. Because oh, it's so bad. This good song, this good this thing, this good that thing. Let's take a break. Let's do that. Hello! We're back from the break. Ugh, all right, let's get back. Unfortunately, <laughs> more Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Uh, so last we left off, we're doing more politics. We're going to the politics place where they all sit in the chamber of politics. <laughs> chamber of politics. And they're like, "Ah, oh, this guy's doing politics bad because uh, there's war crimes and he's not doing anything about so it." So we should replace him. Yeah, let's replace him with the guy. Where the war crimes are happening, he's not biased at all. He's probably not at all. objective. Yeah, he'll be, he's he'll, also kind of been scheming, but I mean, you guys don't know that. No, so. you don't know that, so he'll this, be fine. That's politics, baby. Yay. Uh, the Jedi, Jedi Council, they like test Anakin for his powers. Um, they he fear, Yoda fears that he's going to le- uh, lead himself to the dark side. Yeah. He senses much fear. Um, and I'm like, yeah, he's this fucking baby. He's a child. Yeah, no, it's the Jedi are dumb. They're so dumb. Like, what'd you expect from a like, child who's been ripped from his home? It sucks because it's like a kid in like watching the originals. Like the Jedi seem like oh these they're these legendary warriors who can take like an entire they're supposed to be like wise. Yeah. They're supposed to like you know be the, all the forces of good. And this entire time is like. We can't see the future. We make bad decisions. We fucking suck. We kind of suck, y'all. All we're good at is... That's why we're an extinct. <laughs> That's why our race yeah, is extinct. No, they absolutely, like, have... They, they get what's coming to them. Just mm-hmm. because they're so bad and... I don't know. People, like, like the Jedi. And I just... This movie just makes them... And I guess the entire prequels... Just, they're, like... When Anakin screams from my perspective, the Jedi are evil. He's dumb and an idiot, but the Jedi are stupid. They just make, at least in this in this particular they instance, are, they are making a really bad decision. They are a bad decision factory. Yeah, bad decision factory indeed. But so let's let's get away from them. Let's so they back. so then they fly back. So like Amidala 
and uh, Queen Amidala and uh, the Jedi's they go back to Naboo. Did we find out the the trick yet? The Amidala Padme trick. They, I think, not until they're back in Naboo. Okay. Naboo. I think that's when this they're like, I'm the queen, and then they get distracted, and yeah. then, oh, I'm actually the queen. Because actually, this has been a ha- speaking of handmaid's tale. She's their handmaid. <laughs> ah. The queen's pretending to be her own handmaid. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about uh, I put something about metachlorians. Oh, he oh he has his like blood. Does he have at some point? Oh, that's yeah. Just before. I mean, do you want to go over what a midichlorian is? It's like the only. This is one of the only times a midichlorian is even mentioned in the entire series. Which means if you cut it out, and when I was talking about the top of the show, uh, it's a better, it's a yeah, better yeah. series. Yeah, but think, yeah. Anyways, they, yeah, they go, they land back in the. I was just trying to find where. Yeah, my, no, he's just he's just real good at using. He has he has he has more mana. <laughs> he does. He has a uh, plus ten MP yeah. <laughs> armor. He's got he's got a big force dick. <laughs> that child has a giant force dick. Well, it's potentially yeah. potential force dick, <laughs> potentially large force dick. But yes, they go back to Naboo because they want to um, uh, protect the people from the invading. Yeah, the council's not going to do anything because they're not going to do anything. They uh, they implore the Gungans, who are notorious for like, ah, we don't like you. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, you make us live in the fucking swamp. Yeah, because you're kind of assholes, so we don't want to. We don't want. Uh, but they're like, oh, we. You blew up our Wall Street in 1920. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um. Sorry, Gungans are black. <laughs> you can't not. Whatever. But, but they're like, okay, they do say okay, right? Because Queen Amidala, she's like, I, I implore you, I bow oh, to you. Oh, this is where she's like, I'm actually the queen, and. I'm not lying to you anymore. Things like that. Yeah, she reveals she's the true queen. The others have been going to decoy for her safety. She begs them. He's like, okay. Um, uh, they have this like plan where the Gungans are going to basically distract the army. Yeah. While the like other... Like the feed to... To infiltrate. Take out, take out the... Do they... Are, what do they do? They try to... Uh, from my understanding, which is very little, <laughs> like I know that like they, all the droids stop working because Anakin does the thing. But their plan in feed is to just stop the Trade Federation. Like I the think leaders. To, I think to like either capture the the leaders so that way they could be okay. like, hey, we fucking told you this shit was yeah. happening. Look what we got. We got them doing some okay. shit. They're gonna go do a citizen's arrest of the. Asian aliens. I suppose so. Maybe they were gonna kill them. I don't know. Yeah, well, it doesn't. It's, it doesn't it's matter. It's not very clear because it's they, not. They get completely disarmed because of the whole droid thing. Completely mm. by coincidence, because as they're infiltrating, they bring a child with them to their war. They don't like. Hey, Anakin, you stay here in the swamp in the safety of the underwater city because that's where your children. That's where children. No, where does he be. tell them to stay put? Inside the cockpit yeah. of a hey, fucking plane. Go to, so all these planes are programmed to autopilot to the enemy ship for some reason. For some reason, they just like you know maybe it's efficient for pilots. Sure. They're like you know we're gonna we're gonna just automatically put in the coordinates for where our, where we're gonna shoot at the droid ship, and because he doesn't take control like. That's right, there's that ship out, out in orbit. Yeah, the that's like okay. the droid donut. Yes, that's controlling droids. I forget about that. Yeah, and I I mean, I love, I don't love it, I hate it. I hate a, a sci-fi story where 
oh, you blew up the mothership or the central thing, and now all of the enemies that... The overwhelming force of enemies that you were fighting are just suddenly all disabled. Yeah. Happened in uh, Avengers, happened in this, happened in... Uh, like, everything. Everything does it. Everything with the mothership. It's like, oh, well, they just war the world, doesn't it? It just doesn't. Everybody, oh, it's we, a pretty, we, like, we sci-fi trope, yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, to, you don't have to defeat the entire army, you just have to do the little weakness and you know what maybe a overwhelming force should be dealt with and there should be consequences but yeah whatever. but whatever you know so yeah they sneak in um they to feed they shoot they block the, the, are the do battle droids show up battle droids do, do show like up the battle droids because they, those are the ones that are the, the ones that roll they're like they roll they roll they're yeah. like, it's a good toy. They pop out, they have shields, and it's like, oh, we can't... Yeah. I don't think they even fight them. I think they run away from them. They do like, run oh, away from them, because well, they can't our only, the our only way to fight a droid is to reflect its bullet. If a droid just walked up to a Jedi and didn't shoot him... <laughs> like, what are you, you going to do, Jedi? Like, I guess he would slash him, eventually. But most of the time, they just... Because the lightsaber go through the shield? I don't know if the lightsaber can actually... I think that's why they run away. Yeah. I don't know. It should, probably, but like... Uh, semantics, right? I don't right? think they ever fight a, one of those things in the entire series. Like, not, like, with their... I think they just run away. They just... I, they, I mean, that's what they do here. They just fucking... They bounce. Which um, is why I think those things are cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Anakin somehow, like, goes into the dogfight and up in the space. I assume R2-D2 is just fucking with him. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna kill this kid. He's like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like to sort of color R two D two as. He's, like, he's actually a homicidal maniac. maniac. <laughs> he's he's over the here trying to kill, time kill people. Been trying to kill this family. <laughs> he's like, God damn it! He doesn't succeed until the very. He's final. like, I meant to bring down the shields, not bring them back up. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he's like, oh, hey kid, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if we just like. Went into this fucking dogfight. Let's fight. fucking shoot some bad. Because they're, they're droids too, right? Yeah. Shouldn't R two D two have more of a kinship with the battle droids than with the stupid kid? If it's not in his programming. Our mm. droid. I had. I mean, I don't know. Droids in the Star Wars universe seem to have like personality yeah. and like human <laughs> like, traits, like agency of artificial intelligence. But then at the same time, they're still limited by their like. Oh, my programming can't do that. Oh yes. But, you know, logic. Who yeah. cares? R2-D2, he shoots the thing. Uh, he's like, yay. Now, th- this is where he says, now this is pod racing. Yeah. I thought it was the, earlier I said it as like a, a joke because I'm dead inside. Um, this is where he says. Oh, about Because, yeah, because he's, he's, again, he's flying the ship and he's reminded, reminds him of the time oh, the he did on Tatooine. He's like, oh, your main character is flying a ship. Uh, against the bad guy and he's reminded of a time where he flew a ship on his home planet just like Luke did when he's like oh, I can shoot a womp rat I, I do know that there's the criticism between the three trilogies is that it's essentially the same trilogy happening three times yeah, the, there's a classic interview moment it's like it's, uh, it's like poetry it rhymes why don't someone accuse him of his movies just being the same bullshit over and over again? Because what happens? How does he get the? How does that? How does he get the droid ship like destroyed? Doesn't he like fly in and like shoot some sort of like thing? I think he's just like he lands in their landing bay. And oh, that's right. Starts, he like and they just start shooting. Things. Yeah, he just starts They're shooting like, Wait, shit. Wait, that's not one of our ships. Because also battle droids super dumb. There's a lot of, like, not intelligent people in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But I think that's... Isn't it canon that the, the droids are kind of dumb? So? But I mean, like... That doesn't make them less, like... 
I mean, to be fair, yeah. It's, the ro- the it's, roller it would... ones seem pretty smart, but they don't ever speak. They don't speak. <laughs> Again. Don't speak. Oh, <laughs> uh, so he blows up the fucking chip. Hooray. And so like because of that, all the droids go down and so she's like And that's a lot of that's a lot more leverage to the Trade Federation them to give up. So they're like, Okay, we're gonna discuss a new treaty. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Now all this all the while, Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and Darth Maul have been lightsaber. Yeah, because Darth Maul, he's he's still trying to capture the queen to make her sign the thing. Correct, and the Jedi um, are in the way. And this is fucking awesome, and it's, it's so just, cool. It's a really like I do well, have to say, the moment that Qui Gon is out of the uh, the battle, the lightsaber yeah. battle, it does get a little bit better. When it's just uh, when it's just Obi Wan and Darth Maul, I feel yeah. like the choreography is a little bit more intense and a little bit more. I think, uh, and I, like, I, I'm not an expert on martial arts. That I think they have two different uh, fundamental like sword styles. That that's that could be very that could be very true. Because there is if you if you skip all the way to the end of uh, Star Star Wars it was Rebels, one of the cartoons takes place like before New Hope, but after something. Darth Maul. It's basically the end of Darth Maul's story. Uh, cause uh, he, he, he dies here or he gets cut in half here and he falls into half. a pit. But as we all know, getting thrown into a bottomless pit is the most harmless thing that can happen in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. If, if we don't see a body, you're if still you, alive. If you fall into a bottomless pit in this movie franchise, unless the only time that is deadly is when it was Darth Vader at the end of Empire, at the end of Last Jedi. That's the only person who, cause wait, he didn't, okay. he didn't fall into the hole, did he? Never mind. The Emperor fell into the hole, and we all know in Star Wars 9, he came back. Uh, Darth Vader just died. Luke should have tossed him into the hole, right? When he takes off his I mask, so. and he's like, I'm dying. And Luke's like, oh, but you're my father, and I accept you, and you're a Jedi, and everything's cool. Uh, he should have pushed him into the hole so that he could, you know, come back. Come back later in a, in a, <laughs> because, in a later series. Because it seems like anybody who falls into one of these damn holes... They just, they just come back later. ...is in dead. <laughs> they just pop up in another trilogy. Um, <laughs> but Darth Maul goes to find... He finds Obi-Wan. Uh, or Obi-Wan finds... He's on Tatooine for some reason. And, uh... Like, he's not... Like, they've... I mean, they've encountered each other a couple times over the years in, like, the Clone Wars and Rebels. Is that... Oh, is this? It's in a cartoon. It's in the cartoon. It's not okay. Like, so I don't. I, I know yeah, none yeah. of this. So there's all new things. And spoiler alert: if you're watching the fucking cartoon, uh, <laughs> sure. But like they they have a lightsaber fight, and Obi Wan switches his like normal uh, like Jedi like sword stance to the one that Quagon uses, which is like downward pointing. Correct. Um, okay. And then kills Darth Maul. Okay, so you, in the there cartoon, are, it's so, like a nod to the sword fighting style that Quagon uses. That I think that is the is the okay, and that's what I'm picking up on is the different st- they, they do different styles styles of fighting. Got yeah. it? Because while while Quagon's is a little bit more uh, like finesse driven, maybe yeah, Obi Wan's is more like aggressive, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm picking up on. Because and I think aggressive. the thing is because well, he's a Padawan, he's younger, he's not as at this point, yes, and he just watched his. Mentor gets stabbed, yeah. so he's like, "Rage oh, mode." You're talking about when Quagon gets stabbed. I thought you were talking about when Quagon is sitting behind the force field. Oh no, 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 no! I'm talking about when he gets stabbed because the fight is broken up into little sections by like a, a force, like a trap door, Correct. basically. Yeah, uh, cycle like it, it opens and closes at different intervals, and you when it yeah, does close, he's like he just sits down and like patiently waits because one of the yeah. nice little <laughs> Jedi traits is patience, like waiting. Yeah, and Obi Wan doesn't because he's all like. 
Yeah. <laughs> let me at him, let me at him. But then, hey, who fucking killed Darth Maul? I mean, fair. Obi-Wan I mean, te- oh, regardless, he, Obi-Wan both cuts him in half and then eventually kills him. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know the second part, but yeah, that's in well, the cartoon. It's in the cartoon, like twenty years later. Yeah. So, yeah. So we find we you know, Qui Gon gets uh, gets the stabby stab with the lightsaber, and Obi Wan yeah. cuts Darth Maul in and half. And they win the they win the day. And then they uh, and then you know ceremony with a giant like crystal that like symbolizes yeah. their unity with the Dead I'm pretty sure it's literally just hey, we did this at the end of a New Hope. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, great. I, I literally put, look, a big ceremony. Peace. So and a nice funeral for Quagon. And... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, I think, is there a moment with uh, Yoda? He says something about, there's always two, there's always oh, yeah, two they, Jedi. They, they're like, well, Master and Apprentice. The, that we, fought a, we fought a guy with a double-bladed lightsaber, and I thought only the Jedi used lightsaber. He's like, ah, oh, it must be a Sith, our ancient villains. Uh, and there's all there's always two of them. Uh, master and apprentice. And the master and who died? The master was that, or the or apprentice? The apprentice. Mm. But we all know. <laughs> yeah, that's also kind of dumb. That, oh, that it's, there's always there's always two. There's a whole Jedi. I mean, I guess the Jedi Council doesn't really do anything. But no, they they yeah they know all this this that this happened. And they're like, okay, cool. We're not going to do anything about possibly yeah. having another. Also, Sith. yeah, they. But okay, so yeah, our ancient enemy seems to be back. The, the, uh, type of person who can defeat us and, uh, is like dangerous. Let's not tell the government. <laughs> Let's not do anything about We're, this. <laughs> so we know about all these bad things that could happen as the Jedi and, uh, things that are preventing us from like properly doing our jobs. Like we can't use the Force to like. See the future, right? Which, mm-hmm. which is a thing historically like we're not as wise as we are. We're not at our full power. Mm-hmm. Let's not tell anyone. <laughs> right. Let's not tell anybody. Let's not do anything about it. It'll go away. To be fair, the person they would tell is the villain who's doing it, who's clouding that's, their judgment. That's fair. Yes. Yeah. So, like, so, uh... it, but it, they should still. <laughs> they should still Again, do it. Bad decision factory. Yeah, bad decision. But that is the end of this movie. Oh. Finally. Um, credits roll. Credits roll. And let's take a break. Oh my god. I cannot with the housing market right now, Joanna. Have I not told you about Capital Realty Center? Oh, the premier realty group that supported and succeeded throughout the California landscape? Now I remember. If that's what you're looking for, call Kathy Johnson at 916-606-0687 to win that next bid. That's Kathy Johnson with Capital Realty Center. At 916-606-0687. License number 02021378. We're back. We're back from this awful shit. Um, so, do you want to start the rating? Uh, I would like to actually take this time to uh, hear from Joanna, who's not with us for this episode. But she did have some opinions on Star Wars The Phantom Menace. I present to you Joanna's hot take on Star Wars Phantom Menace. So going into this movie, I was like, this is going to be fine. The first one's not that bad. It'll be great because I have fond memories of it through the lens of Weird Al's The Saga Begins. It makes that movie seem so fun. The story seems great. There's so much 
excitement and pod racing and action and glory and it'll be fine. Oh man, I forgot how long this movie is. I forgot how much politics are in this movie. I forgot how much non-action there is. The top of the movie is so convoluted with information that you don't get even in this the crawl of the start of the movie. There's a trade embargo question mark sure um blockade to stop Naboo from trading with other areas because they're not joining the Federation. I think that's what I gathered. This just so much. There's so much politics. And then we get Jar Jar Binks, who for some reason people decided was going to be a likable character. <sighs> it's not a great movie. It's serviceable. I mean, the pod racing's fun. It could have been more pod racing. Um, but it's fun. Uh, Greg Proops is there. I love Greg Proops. Um, the friendship that starts between Padme and Anakin's fun, especially when you know where it's going. You're like, oh, that's a cute, like, adorable, wholesome beginning for the two of them. You get all of the fun little Easter eggs, like, oh, here's R2, and oh, there's the start of C-3PO. Um... So that's fun, I guess. But overall, it is not the best movie. And they really only get worse from here. Um, so don't watch Phantom Menace to pay attention to it because you're not going to get anything out of it. Um, listen to the Weird Al song. It's better. It's a better recap. It's a better, fun, jovial experience. Um... Yeah, but that's my hot take since I couldn't be there with the boys to uh, talk about this. Okay, 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 that's enough out of her. <laughs> we don't need we don't need three opinions in this. Two is, <laughs> two is enough. Two is enough. Two is enough. Two is what you signed up for. What do you what do you rate the Phantom Menace? Um, okay. It's it's pretty it's pretty fucking boring. <laughs> a lot of nothing happens. A lot of stupid nothing happens. Um, plus the inherent racism between, uh, you know, the yeah. the Rastafarian Gungans and the Asian Trade Federation and the uh, Arabic Tatooine. Between, it's crossed between Arabic and just straight up Jewish. Yeah, it's, uh, it's super problematic. I'm, it's... It's not good. I, I yeah, for it's what, a bad movie. For some reason, as a kid, I loved it, but then again, a child is stupid. Yeah, well, then you like Star Wars, and it's more Star Wars. It is, and yeah, pod racing was cool for ten minutes, um, and the lightsaber fight, sh- I, I mean, I wish there was more of that. Yeah. That was really mm-hmm. the only fun parts of this movie. None of it was fun. It was all political, no. like... Bullshit that like I get enough of on a daily basis. Not I don't it like to... actively annoys me. <laughs> so I'm gonna rate this uh, two R two D twos because he's two R two D twos because it's canon that he's a homicidal maniac. It's, it is now it's two homicidal maniac. maniac 
R two D two. Uh, I'd give it a one something, a one battle droid, one cool fucking battle droid. <laughs> yeah, one rolly battle droid. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I do. I'm, there are three things that I like about this movie. I like uh, Duel of Fates, the song. It's a great song. I it's like uh, the pod race. It's fun. I think it's. I, I mean, it's, I think it still holds up. Um, and I like. Yeah, I like Darth Maul. He's an interesting character, very enigmatic. We don't know what his deal is. But, like, literally, if you just watch the movies, if you're just a person who watches Star Wars movies, this is all you fucking get of him. And he's got, like, 20 minutes of screen time, maybe less. Yeah, it's it's a shame. He That's looks at a, a screen, he rides a fucking hover cycle, he throws, he swings his lightsaber, and then he's in a fight. That's it. To, to really good music. Really, really good music. Like, it's... I think visually, it's a cool, like, some of the, like, if you look at the, that you, underwater city is beautiful. Yeah, if you're just looking and at this the this is costumes, 1999 CGI. Yeah. That is... Mm-hmm. And fucking, what, 2016 George Lucas couldn't get a gopher right. <laughs> <laughs> was that... That wasn't when... Uh, that was, I don't know when Crystal Skull was. It was like 2011. Oh, something like that. Still, way... <laughs> way fucking later than 1999. Absolutely. No. Should have gotten a fucking gopher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, now that you uh, have reached the end of this podcast, I'd like to thank you for listening to our uh, Nobody Asked Our Pod... That's English. Let's try that again. (laughs) Remix! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But thanks for uh, listening to uh, Nobody Asked Our Opinion podcast. You can send us uh, an email with any and all of your opinions at Nobody Asked Our Opinion at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Nobody Asked Our Opinion. You can listen to us on YouTube if you want to at uh, Nobody Asked Our Opinion Podcast. You can also follow Joanna at Joey Snow 2006. And you can follow me at Piano Man underscore zero five. Follow our unpaid intern Natalia uh, at the Third Reich Creative and our producer Jonathan at Jelly Sound. Did you just say the Third Reich Creative? Oh my god, I did! <laughs> what? Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh my god, sorry, Natalia. Yeah, is our intern kind of sus? I mean, she. We just found. We just found a picture. She was crowned 2001's Veil Prophet. <laughs> oh god, she was. She was the Veil Prophet. She was she's, the beauty. She's got ties to. This is really funny because, like, this. We talked about that like three weeks ago. <laughs> I know how to write a story better than George Lucas. It's the third rule. The third rule. I don't know. Uh, My God. It rolled off the tongue, didn't it? It really did. It's like the third, right? That's That's not right. You're you're giving some weird implications. All right. Natalia, I'm going to shout you out again (laughs) properly this time. You can follow our unpaid intern, Natalia, at the third rule creative. And our producer, Jonathan, at... Jelly Sound. Please rate us and leave a review and wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your non-friends, tell your fucking neighborhood grocer. Listen to us. Check us out. We need it. On Wednesday, Joanna will be back with JJ to talk more pop culture. And next week, they will talk about Attack of the Clones. Because I don't want to watch Star Wars prequels anymore. (laughs) And we do this because we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>